I've got a very special guest who's going to talk about a very special man. Uh, Peter Thompson has been a, a good long-time friend of a man that was a bit of an icon around the Port Pirie area named Rusty, Rusty Wright. And uh, the people that got to meet Rusty appreciated uh, what good people were in life. And I was one of those people where I was able to, to um, take Rusty to the Port Pirie trots. He'd get on board and, and he'd come with us with a group of people and he loved going for his trips to catch up with his mates at Port Pirie. He, obviously an elderly gentleman and uh, unfortunately he passed away um, late last week and I thought Peter Thompson would be able to shed some light on uh, some of the horses that Rusty raced uh, in his career and their friendship that they had together and Peter Thompson joins us on Mobile Rolling and he hasn't been on our show for a while so he's due to be on anyway. Pete, good morning and, and look, sad times but happy to have a chat about a great man. Yeah, good morning Jim. Uh, good morning everybody. Um, yeah, just I mean, sad that he's gone, Jim, but um, some of the text messages and phone calls I've had, it's been just terrific, you know, because um, yeah, he was just a champion fella. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I, I, uh, look, um, Tony Clement's our broadcast director at Radio Tab, and he's also multi-skilled. He's our on-air coordinator this morning as well on the show, and I, I mentioned to Tony before when I did a preview for Globe Derby, I've met hundreds of thousands of people in my time. I've met some really, really good people. I've met some bad people as well. Um, but I, I've got to say, I think with Rusty, with his, his mannerisms and the complete package, he's probably the best person as a package that I've ever met in my life. He's quiet, unassuming manner, his respectful way, his, his friendliness and his good nature even sometimes a little bit gracious, but his outstanding attitude towards life and people was something that I, I'd never seen, well, you don't see often in, in people as a complete package. Like, there was no evil. The, the, he, he wasn't like me. He wasn't obnoxious on occasions or anything like that. He wasn't an egomaniac. He, he, had, he wasn't a narcissist. He had no anger whatsoever, and, and that, to me, was just quite unique. Yeah, exactly, I mean. You know, even even the young lads uh, that were around the stables when Trev was there, when I was trained a few and that, like most times the young lads want to um, be friendly with the, well, not the heroes, but you know what I mean, with the, the, the elite people, you know what I mean? But everyone yeah. loved Rusty, you know, the messages I've had from the boys and that, incredible, you know. Um, yeah, Lee Warwick, he, he texted me and said, well, the day was about 110 feet and I'm playing cricket and Rusty just sat there in the sun watching me play. You know what I mean? And that, that's just... He loved his footy and his cricket right right until the end, you know? We'd still have a chat about the cricket and the footy. Yeah, so... Uh, no, he was certainly one of a kind, Jim. Exactly. And, and where does the association go back? Because, I mean, in the end, you, you were training horses for him, and, and but then also he became a virtual uh, a family member because, I mean, you know, he ended up, you ended up training horses, you had other family members in. But where did it start when you first met Rusty? Would have started um, when I was about 14. I started going around the Cyril Potters and, and working horses, um, Jim, before school. And, yep. um Rusty was there. Rusty and another fellow, Graham Wade. They both worked in the post office with Cyril. And every morning they'd be there work, working a horse or two. And so I knew Rusty back then. And then when I left school, I was lucky enough to get a job in the post office, which it, probably back then, Jim, it was not what you knew. It was who you knew. Yep. So you know, we had all the boys from the post office at the stable. So I got a job. And uh, so you yeah, knew him from then. Um, 
Rusty's job in the post office was doing the telephone account. The telephone exchange was next door to the post office and every morning they'd bring all the little dockets in and that was Rusty's job, but that soon got um, computerised or whatever, like, you know what I mean? So Trev never had a job and that was when he moved down to uh, Elizabeth, where he lived there, Jim, uh, in about um, early 80s. Yeah. Yeah, just just tell like there's there's a few people um, that may not know exactly what you mean by telephone account because like we just expect things to happen. But but can you be a little bit more descriptive about what he actually did with that bit of paperwork? Well, I I can I can picture them all coming in in the morning in, in little little dockets, and he must have had to write them up or whatever, Jim, to do people's phone accounts. I suppose I don't totally remember. I've only you know, 15 or 16, and uh, but yeah, that that was Rusty's job. And um, when when they got phased out, it was either be unemployed or or moved to well, Elizabeth. I think he moved worked in the Salisbury Post Office. Yeah, but um, he's originally from Penong, uh, Jim. Yeah. yeah. So he's born in Penong. That's where most of his family were, or there's still a few there. Um, and he moved to Piri in 1951. So that's a while ago. Um, yeah. Um, played footy for Solomon Town Footy Club, became a life member. Um, Rusty never, ever drank in his life. He was always there to take everyone home when the show was done or whatever. <laughs> that was his life. He, he, man, he could have so much fun just sitting there when everyone else was, you know, half gone and whatever, and nah, he'd just sit there and enjoy their company. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, and he went to Adelaide in the early 80s. Um, yeah. He had a couple of horses. We, um, Gary Crocker, Rusty and I bought one at the yearling sales. Must have been about mid-70s, I'd say. She was called Walk Proud. Um, she won a few races, had a bit of fun with her. Yeah. But um, yeah. Rusty was in the horses with Cyril before me and then Cyril left. And, well, Rusty left first. And then he wasn't really involved. And then we started the 10 out of 10 syndicate, we called it, in um, your mid to late 80s. And rang yep. Rusty to see if he wanted to be involved, and uh, he did. And um, he sort of thanked us for not giving him a life, but, I mean, he'd been down at Salisbury and doing nothing, if you know what I mean, Jim, you know? So, um, yeah, so we got back he, to he was, he was he, he, Yeah, he was looking for something to do. Uh, yeah. And, look, I know, I know what he used to do. He used to go for walks, amazing walks. Yeah. He'd go out and walk for three, four, five, six, seven kilometres, a bit like a Forrest Gump type of uh, thing, I suppose, and, and, and he'd do his weights yeah. in the morning. I remember yeah. he, he used to come with us to Port Perry at the trots, and what did you do today, Rusty? I walked around from Elizabeth to Salisbury and back and uh, did my weights this morning. Like, here's a guy that's 80-plus years of age but when yeah. he was doing that, you know? One day he rang me, oh, I don't know, Pete, I just can't do what I'm, what, I can't walk as far as I used to. He was, would have been in his age. I said, yeah, Trev, because that's most people your age are pushing up daisies or on walking frames, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he didn't, <laughs> yeah. quite, he didn't quite get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just looked through some of the list of horses that, that uh, he raced with Cyril Potts, uh, horses like Chief Alabar, Twigs Pride, yep. um, 222, which Graham Clark drove a couple of winners on, you know, yep. and th th this, is, this is probably where he started. And then you, you spoke about the 10 out of 10 um, syndicate, and one of, the, one of those horses that I think your syndicate started with may have been Take the Rap. I mean, he, he was a beauty, Take the Rap. I mean, it was a good, good start for the syndicate, I'd say. Yeah, he was the first one we bought, uh, Jim. Still, I still remember going to uh, 
Merv Mumford's at uh, Auburn when he was there and, and looking at him before the sale and that. And, yeah, just loved the way he walked and that. So, yeah, we bought him. I think he was maybe 4,500 or something like that, somewhere around that. And, uh, yeah, done a great job. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got to say, um, and a lot of these tracks that he won at, and I went through his, his CV, and it was quite massive, actually, because he won at Franklin Harbour, uh, which we don't race at anymore. He won at Kimber, which we don't race anymore. He won at Wyala, which we rarely race at now. Port Augusta, he won there. Uh, he even travelled to Victor Harbour to win a, a, a heat of the Sire Stakes or the Southern Cross as a two-year-old, and he yeah. made it into the final for the Southern Cross. He won at Glebe Derby. He won at Port Pirie. He won at Cadena, yeah. which we don't race it anymore, and then later on you, you sent him to West and he won at Gloucester Park. But I mean, he was good enough to make the two, two and three year old Southern Cross final, so he had yeah. good introduction to, for the whole uh, 10 out of 10 syndicate. Yeah, yeah, it was good fun. Certainly great times. Great times, Jim, yeah. 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 Now, Pygmy Poison was another horse that you had for the 10 out of 10 syndicate that Rusty was involved with, Richard Clinton. Um, and you had a, a good habit of new horses in the stable winning first up, and Richard Clinton uh, went to Port Augusta and won with that horse uh, and won a few more races later on down the track for the team. Yep. He won a Wyala Cup, Pygmy Poison. Yeah. Yeah. Now, oh, wow. the horse that I, I think... If I remember rightly, and, and I, I hope I'm right in saying this, but our Explore, which was a former Queensland horse, uh, Rusty got involved in that horse, and um, it, it went to the Whaler May long weekend and went on the Saturday and the Sunday, back in the, the days when we used to, to win or race over a, like a, a long weekend. Yeah. You'd race Saturday and Sunday at Whaler. and He backed up and won both of those, and I think that was the first time that you started that guy, our explore. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kate drove her first winner on him. Yes, that's what I was about to say. Uh, the, the 1st of January 2000 at Wyala, that was Kate's first ever winner as a driver. Yeah, first day she drove. Um, she'd had a couple before him, but, uh, yeah, he got the job done. So, yeah, the 1st of the 1st, 2000. We always remember that day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and obviously that would have made Rusty happy that he was able to provide young Kate with the first ever winner as an owner. And even though he, he's humble, I'm pretty sure his chest would have been pumped up that day. Yeah, yeah, he loved the girls and gave them a great chance. Uh, even Courtney, when she had a few drives and that, yeah, he was always more than happy for the girls to be driving them, yeah. Mm. I've got to say, speaking of Kate, you've got to be very proud of what she's achieved, uh, Peter, in her time. I mean, like, she, you know, she's not young Kate anymore. She's getting close to 40, but she's driven nearly 2,000 winners. And I was looking at her CV this morning, 47 Group 1 winners. Um, that's just yep. that's, uh, an amazing achievement, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is, Jim. Yeah, amazing. I mean, just goes to show if you get the opportunity sometimes, doesn't it, of what can happen, you know? Um, I always say to her about the great trainers that were out in the bush, you know, like when I was growing up, you know, they'd put the float on and go to the Melbourne showgrounds and win, you know? Like, yeah. incredible back then. You know, Bobby Gale, he, like, he did it from Crystal Book and that. I remember Star Fleetwood at the showgrounds. Um, Peter Guider and them blokes over, way over the coast, you know? Just incredible, yeah, so... You just need the chances, and then when you get them, you've got to take take advantage of them, don't you? Well, she surely did that. I mean, she's won some of the major races there. The Hunter Cup, the Victoria Cup, Breeders' yep. Crown, the Great Southern Star, the the APG um, final, you know. And, yep. and not only that, she's come back to South Australia and won our, what I consider our two major races, the SA Pacing Cup and the SA Trotters Cup. So, I mean, yeah. gosh, yeah. what more does she have to do, eh? 
<laughs> no, 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 she's done enough by me, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I've got to say, while we're talking about Kate, it was something that I didn't know um, she, and found out just recently is that she's riding into marathons and running. I mean, she's always been like that as a, as a youngster or is that just something that's come on later in life, Pete? No, it's been later, but she's always loved running. She could be a bit toey some days and she'd go for a run and come back and I'd be going, what have you done with Kate? Like, she's a different person. She just loves it. <laughs> yeah. She ran a marathon over here a little while ago and um, the Melbourne Marathon, and she's going to New York this year to run the marathon in November. Gosh. Yeah, yeah she's the, keen. Um, the Tough Tilly, uh, the people that own Tough Tilly, their daughter has a disease. It's, oh, I don't know the exact pronunciation, but it's called EB, and apparently they have a spot in the New York Marathon or something, and they asked her to go. So uh, she's got a um, trainer now. She doesn't see the trainer, but... I don't know, Jimmy, they put a watch on and everything goes from from her watch to the lady's computer or whatever and she gives her a program and she's doing that and fall into it. So she's trying to get really fit to go and do that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, she just loves it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I did speak earlier about how uh, Rusty became part of the family and, and the horse that springs to mind to me that, that you raced with him and other family members was, was Plan C. I mean, it, uh, yeah. and it, it came here to South Australia, won, won the Piri Derby and basically yeah. put together five runs, two wins before that and two wins when it went back to Victoria for you. I yeah. mean, that, that showed to me that... that you look like Rusty was part of your family, Pete, because, I mean, oh, totally. you, you, that horse yeah. was raced with other members of your family? Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Rusty's been in them all. Um, you know, every, well, I don't know for how many years, but every night at 8 o'clock, uh, every Monday night at 8 o'clock, he'd ring me and we'd have a chat for half hour or 40 minutes every time. Yep, never yeah. missed. Yeah. yeah. So, and that, that's probably went on for tw- well, more than 20 years, forgetting how old I am. Yeah. Yeah. Up until recently, and, yeah, and he went into the home a couple of years ago. Um, just had, a, you know, onsets of Alzheimer's a little bit, but you still have a great conversation with him. Um, he, he was good, yeah. yeah, yeah, outstanding. Yeah. Well, we've lost a good one, Pete. I mean, we, we, we all got to pass mate. away. Yeah. Um, he, he would have been ninety this October. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, and. You know, is there any uh, indications of where the memorial service may take place or the celebration of life? Has anything like that been worked out? Do you know, Peter? No, it hasn't been, Jim. Um, he's just being sort of privately cremated on Wednesday. And yeah. um, Alan, that's his nephew who's in charge, has sort of said there'll be a memorial service, but he hasn't sort of quite got it done yet or organised. So a little bit awkward, he said. There's still people over at Penong and Sejuna and like family and... Uh, a few in Adelaide, but um, he's, yeah, um, still working on it. So that's not yeah. uh, finalised. Well, yeah. like like I said at the start, he was one of the great people of the world and, and you know, um, basically sad to see that we've lost him, but he, he made an impact and he made our lives happy. I, I have no doubt about that, that there was always oh. friendliness around um, Rusty or Trevor yeah. Wright, as we know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Vincent Trevor was his name, VT Wright, but never ever seen the Vincent part. Trevor occasionally, but mostly it was just Rusty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah great man for sure. Now, what Certainly. about you? Last time we spoke with you, you had a horse that jumped all over you and broke some of your bones. How are you going with that incident? Yeah, don't, don't know that it happened, 
Jim. Yeah, it's never ever been an issue, so that's that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, oh, I just broke broke the lower part of my leg and uh, never had an issue with it since. So that's good. Yeah. And, and are you still involved with the Andy Gath stable? Are you still out there helping out with the team? Yeah, mate. Yeah, work sort of work here and do a couple of my own as well, just to uh, try and get try and get a bit of cream, Jim. Mm. Yep. Okay. Still enjoy well, it. Um, so, you know, has its moments like everything, but basically still enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I noticed that uh, in the news report that uh, McLovin's run his last race, I mean, the horse that won the SA Trotters Cup for your daughter, Kate, and, and yeah. uh, you know, after the other good trotter, Tornado Valley, who retired not that long ago as well, you know, yeah. so there's the couple out, out of the stable. But the, McLovin was uh, a big thrill for Kate when she came here and won the SA Trotters Cup. Yeah, certainly, yeah. He was a lovely horse. From the first day we sort of worked him, he just worked you know, really good, better than average, and, uh, yeah, so, no, he was great, and, um, yeah, we haven't sort of, not not too much talking goes on about anything like that, Jim, while the horses are being done, then when, once the horses are done, because they're just finished now, then we, uh, you know, tidy up and have a chat about things, so, yeah, I'm only like you, i only seen it on the website that he was finished, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah fair enough. Okay. Um, and what about, is, is there a winner this week from the Andy Gath team, you think? Is there anything worth uh, the punters having a little bit on this week? Uh, have you had a chance to look at the field yet, Pete? I had a bit of a look. We've got four in tomorrow night at Bendigo. They all look pretty hard, Jim, but I thought uh, Balenciago probably had a great hope. He's drawn two. Been right. He's a really consistent horse. If he finds a top, I reckon he'll be uh, pretty hard to beat. He'd be the best of them, I would think. Mm. Yeah. And um, a horse we didn't speak about, he's just Rusty, which uh, obviously would have been a, a tongue-in-cheek purchase for Rusty to race uh, under Andy's care. Yeah, yeah, found, Andy found him and sort of liked him. He, he, he wasn't dear at all. He was only a cheapie. And um, he won a couple here and was just struggling. And we sent him over to Dale and he'd done a terrific job uh, to Dale Afford and he'd done a great job with Jim over there. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think he won seven or eight races over there. Yeah, maybe yeah. more. And the other one I thought was a bit tongue-in-cheek, maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree, but one of Norm, Norman Jenkins' horses, uh, Dad and Dave, that's not, not named after you and your brother, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, no. Hey, uh, Pete, great to have you on the show, and, and thanks for giving the, the update of Rusty, a great man. I think he deserved a good send-off, and, and you've done well. Uh, appreciate your time on Mobile Rolling. No, thanks for the opportunity, Jim. Um, he certainly meant a lot to us, you know, and... Uh, even the girls and that, like, last they're going, Dad, we've all got to go to his funeral. Like, you know, we weren't aware there wasn't one then. But uh, so, uh, so yeah, everyone thought the world of Rusty, mate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for the yeah. opportunity, Jim. One of the great men of the world. Thanks, thanks, Peter. No worries at all, mate. Bye.